I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me just say this, because I tried to do a repost just this morning. How did that go? It didn't go at all. What's up, everybody? I'm Gammy, and this is Positively Gam. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to navigate social media platforms as you age. So I'm hoping it's going to be fun as well as informative. Joining me on the podcast is Lala Milan. Lala is an actress and internet superstar. I knew when I wanted to talk about social media on my podcast that I had to get the social media guru, the goddess herself, as she has had countless videos go viral. Hey, Gammy, what's going on? I don't know if people remember that you and I interacted a little bit for RTT. You know, yes, we did. I'm like, from because I said, Gammy always going to call me when she got a question for something. Exactly. <laughs> and I listen, it's gotten no better. As a matter of fact, it's probably gotten worse. So let's just, just say on it. You're on another platform. They getting you together on a podcast, the Zoom and stuff. So that's We're good. trying. We're going to see how that works out. I love it. So your career was founded on some of the biggest social media platforms like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. But for some of my listeners who may not know your work, can you tell us about the video that really went viral in 2015? I I actually just watched it and it was hilarious. I'm embarrassed, but sure. The video was basically a parody of Fetty Wap's Trap Queen. And I basically spoke 
my truth and I said, I'm not going to be a trap queen. I'm not holding you down and all that extra stuff. I'm snitching. I'm going to be a rat queen. That's pretty much what shot my career off in the social media aspect. And I just kept it going from there. Which platform do you use the most? You use TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Which one is your favorite? Now, my favorite is TikTok, but I use Instagram and TikTok just because I noticed that there's a whole different audience on TikTok than there is on Instagram, but they love when you're active. Okay. See, I don't even I don't even have TikTok. You did a TikTok with me. I did. I did. You you remember how that went though? You killed it. You killed it. Okay. I was a little stiff, Lala. I was a little stiff. And look, let me tell it the whole family had the moves, okay? I need more practice. Let me tell you what I did though. I remember what was it that came out that everybody was doing, like towards the beginning of COVID. The savage thing. I took one day, at one Saturday, I was in the house by myself. This was early on. And I was on YouTube for about three hours. No. Trying to learn that dance. It was a catastrophe. Same. Here's the thing. And I already know it was horrible because I couldn't even do that. All the extra movements and the fluid that you got to be, I couldn't even keep up with that. So I just let that one go on by. (laughs) That's what I should have done, too, because it it didn't work. (laughs) Give me one celebrity that you wish would follow you on Instagram. If I had to choose a celebrity I wish would follow me on Instagram, I would say Ava DuVernay. I want initially it was Lena Waithe, but now it's Ava DuVernay. Because I want her to see me and have me on her mind all the time. So that way, when she does a film, if she needs a character who she feel like I can relate to, she'll have me in mind all the time. I pop up on her timeline. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a smart pick. How has going viral changed your life? Because I'm sure it has. It definitely has in more ways than one. First of all, It caused me to move to L.A., the land of the stars, a place I never thought I'd be able to afford. Where are you from? I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And I was living in Atlanta before I moved to L.A. And people will always tell me, you need to go to L.A. And I was like, I don't need to go there. If people want me, they'll fly me out. That was a whole lie. Once I got on the scene, it was in in sight, in mind. Yeah, I would have to say... That, being able to afford living in L.A., the circle of people that I'm around, there's different people who I'm friends with, who, you know, I interact with on a regular basis, who I never would have imagined. And that's a really cool thing to me. People who have taken me under their wing, just living differently. It's I don't want to say I'm living the life of what I thought a celebrity would live. Do I refer to myself as such? No, but I'm definitely living a celebrity life. Like how I used to look at people and be like, wow, that's the life. I'm living it now. And I'm blessed to say that. That's amazing. Sometimes it just gets down to who being in the right place at the right time, being able to network with the right people. I always say when you network, you increase your net worth. That's why when you ask, who do I wish will follow me? It's um, it's not just a regular person who I idolize. No, let's make it make sense. Let's make it make money. Exactly. Yeah. Let's make it help you out. Yeah. What you're trying to do. What would you be doing right now 
if I hadn't gone viral, I would be working, sitting at a desk, working in insurance more than likely. I was That's what I was doing before I had went viral. I was working at Allstate. I was just there every day, nine to five, literally, with weekends off, trying to just live as great a life as I could. But corporate was never for me anyways. I was always bored. I was never motivated to meet goals, to build somebody else's empire. I was just over it. That was really good for you moving out to L.A. Moving out to L.A. was amazing. Yes. So how did you pivot your social media fame into an acting career? Because I remember when I first turned on Boomerang, I was like, no, it's literally because I didn't know down to what we mentioned before networking. So I had met Lena Waithe at the MTV movie and TV awards. And when I saw her, I freaked out, but I freaked out in my head and I remained calm externally. And I approached her and told her, listen, I love you. I love your work. Because at that time, the shot had just came out and I looked up behind Mm. it. And pretty much she said, she said, I love you too. In my head, I was like, why don't you follow me? But (laughs) we ended up connecting and she gave me her real number. And I was blown away because I was like, wow, Hollywood. I said she probably going to change her number just like Janet Jackson did after filming with Tupac. But she didn't. She ended up giving me her number and I texted her just telling her it was a pleasure meeting her. And I kept in touch trying to just build an organic relationship. And eventually we did. And she was like, I texted her at the right time. And she said, you're always on my mind. Come audition for this role. And that's how I got. Wow. And then I had got on claws because I had asked. I didn't even want to reach out to Nisi for being on calls. I asked her, can she teach me how to do stand up? And she said, I don't really know too much about stand-up, but I could get you on calls. I said, hey, that works too. Wow. So yeah, just each role that I've gotten has been because I'm not afraid to approach people and tell them how I appreciate them or even ask for their assistance. Ask for their assistance. That's what I that's what I'm hearing, that you've been fearless. Yes, absolutely. With it. Yeah, because you got to go for like nothing. Nobody it's a it's a million and one people out here and everybody's trying to be successful. So you have to go after what you you have to go after what you want as long as it makes sense in that moment. You know, I've been in rooms with a lot of people who I wanted to approach, but it wasn't the time. So right. You do have to be diplomatic mm-hmm. about it and not be uh, a pain Absolutely. Because next thing you know, people yeah. sit down eating dinner with their family and you like, listen, can you please, you know, put me on the show? And it's like, not right now. <laughs> In my mind, if that's the case, I'll just go say, love your work, wave and keep it pushing because I'm feeling like you're going to see me again. I'm going to see you again when it's right. You're doing many things like you have your podcast is out. I'm excited about my podcast, The Salon, simply because... On Instagram, people always, of course, I'm the funny girl. And people see me just as that one-sided individual being funny. And that's it. Not realizing that there's so much more to me than just the character who they think is the real me on my Instagram. So I'm excited to bring the different aspects of Jayla Wilson to the forefront in the salon by having actual conversations, having conversations about everything relating to relationships, sexuality, friendships, business, money, all kinds of things that I'm super knowledgeable about. So I'm really looking forward to that. Mind you, I'm 
I'm naturally comedic. So you're going to be entertained regardless. But I always feel like just like you would in a salon, just like you talking to your homegirls and they come in and talk about something. And it's real and raw. And that's what I love. Now, I know absolutely nothing when it comes to social media. So I want to talk about some of the challenges that I have when I'm dealing with these platforms. Like, Lala, you already know. So I invited Marae Sullivan, the founder of Miss Digital. Miss Digital is a digital agency that empowers individuals to thrive on social media and build their brands. So welcome, Marae. Thank you for joining Lala and I. And your goals, you young ladies, should be to help Gammy figure out... What the hell is going on? I got you, Gary. We're going to get you right. You're going to be fine by the time we're done. All right, Marae. So when it comes to learning a new social platform, what is a piece of advice you would give to some of your older clients when, let's say, like when recording a video for Instagram? Your phone, this lens, you need to clean it before you take a <laughs> selfie. Oh, it's blurry. If you don't, you have makeup, you're touching mm-hmm. all the time, it smudges. Mm-hmm. So that's oil. That, you know, oil on both sides, actually. Since we're talking about taking selfies, I'm sorry, I still cannot take a selfie. Mare, I told her she has to find the sun. Find the sun. That's it, though. Find your life. Okay, but people say that all the time. Where where am I? Is it supposed to be behind me, on the side of me? It should be in front of you. So if the sun is in front of you, you put your phone right where the sun is, and that's your light. Like, it's going to come to you, and you're going to be glowing. So you want to keep that energy. You don't want it to be behind you, because it's going to look like you're really dark as a shadow. Okay, so... How can I take a selfie that doesn't make my nose look huge? Put it up a little bit. Put your phone up when you're taking Higher. it. You know? Angle it. <laughs> y- y'all can't see Lala, but she's right. laughing at me right I'm now. Laughing because she's giving you the angles. I could tell you the app. Facetune. Go ahead and Facetune that nose and pinch it. Okay. Yes, you could just have you a small little nose alteration. Girl, I might have it on my phone and don't know how to use it. It's true. That smooth button, that's a whole thing. Smooth will make you look filtered. Uh-huh. It'll take off anything that's wrong. You can, you know, bring your body in, patch. I, I have blemishes. So sometimes if something is annoying or a pimple or something is in sight, I will use patch to literally take a piece of skin from somewhere else and patch it there to make it perfect. Oh, there's so many. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's like Photoshop, but it's an app. Mm -hmm. Everybody does it, so don't even feel bad. Now, what I don't do, I don't filter beyond looking like myself. Facts. You don't want to be a catfish, Jamie. Is there a social platform designed for with older people in mind? Because I know when Facebook first came out, it was really marketed to college age kids to relate and find each other. So is there any kind of app or social media platform that's geared more towards older people? In my opinion, I feel like Instagram is the easiest to use. They're trying to make them a bit more user-friendly, but they didn't start out that way. Let me just say that I love Instagram because it's really mostly about posting the pictures, right? It's not as much about the comments. Exactly. I mean, it's about the comments. Or is it? 
Yes. Instagram thrives on the comments too. That's why you post in the picture. The comments, the shares, the likes. Instagram for sure is about the comment. Now you may not pay attention to yours, but a lot of people do. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess, the 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again, the First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances, and the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back 100 years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
So, Marae, and Lala, don't you say a word on this one. Why do the layouts of the social media platforms look different on your computer than it does on your phone? And it doesn't have anything to do with the size of the font. If I go to Zoom on my computer, I can see the screen that tells you to mute yourself. Do you want to use your video? But if I join a meeting from my phone on Zoom, I can't see anything. So I'm at the meeting. People can't see my face. And I don't know. The stuff is not there. So it's still there, Gammy. It's just minimized so that you can really just see your face on Zoom. This is just Zoom particularly. A lot of these apps, they're going to have mobile versions because it's supposed to be easier for the user. They need to make it a little bit more user-friendly, especially Zoom because everybody's on it right now. So... I don't think I have the Zoom app. And what's happening is people are just texting me the link and I'm just hitting the well, link. That's the problem then. So we need to download the Zoom app because then it's going to be it. a lot more user-friendly. Okay. So that's what I need to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Lala, what are some of the basics when you sign up for some of these social media platforms like Instagram? What are the basics to like posting a picture and... When you're posting your picture, I'll always make sure it's a good quality photo. Like Marae was saying, and like we were telling you earlier, find your light. I told you this once before. Make sure when you post your photo that you're posting the correct dimension of it because you don't want to cut off your head. You want to make sure that you can actually see the photo on your feed. Even whenever it's on your actual page, the grid, you want to make sure that the picture is formatted correctly to where a certain part is shown. So that's a good thing. Also, um, proper hashtags, but not flooding with hashtags. Hold up right there. That hashtag is a whole thing for me because I... Maybe I'm not even sure what the purpose of hashtag is. I'll give you a prime example. A lot of times when I am out of town and I'm looking for either a makeup artist or a hairstylist who's local, I'll search a hashtag. I'll look for Atlanta braider. And when I click the hashtag, there's so many braiders in Atlanta who pop up because they use the hashtag. So the purpose of a hashtag pretty much is for people to find your picture or video that's relevant to what they are searching for. Oh, see, I I thought hashtag was just like a cute phrase or like a phrase that you wanted to... It can be that as well. Some people like to use their own hashtags when it's outside of business. Some people like to use their hashtag to identify a mood or how they're feeling, how that picture, what that picture is given. Now, for me personally, when I do a video that I feel is about to trend, I put my own hashtag. For example, when I did the parody of Beyonce's Black is King, I did hashtag Disney minus because hers was playing on Disney Plus. I did a bootleg version, Disney minus, so I could click and see how many people were reposting my video. So hashtags have multiple purposes. It just depends what you use social media for. It's just a lot. It it really is. When you post on your page, like, for example, when clips from your show, say you do Positively Gam, you could do hashtag Positively Gam. And anytime somebody is talking about your show, 
you can literally click and see everything or everybody who's posted about those topics. The other question I have to ask is when you're on Instagram and you're supposed to know when people reply or respond to it, is it something that I'm like, am I, how am I supposed to know? Get a notification when somebody comments. I probably don't have my notifications on. That's good. Because I feel like it would be too much. Your phone would be beeping all the time. It will. It will keep you addicted to your phone. So the way that you can check your notifications, if when you post a picture, there's the bell icon on both Facebook and Instagram. That simply means notifications. So you can click that and scroll through and see what's been going on either of your pages or platform. So I click the bell. Click the bell. That's it. What does DM even stand for? Direct message. Now, people who you don't follow and they tell you to check your DM, you press request. How many requests do you have? Forty. So when you press that, you can read all of the random people who are messaging you. Now, here's a good thing to know. When you click on their message, you do not have to accept it. Okay. You can literally click it, open it, be nosy, and leave out. They will never know that you saw it. Okay, that's good to know. Don't go go and press and accept because then they're going to say, she saw my message and didn't respond. That's a good one, Lala. Go to the next one, but do not accept. Just simply press back after you open it if it's of no interest to you. All right. And the ones that will be in primary are the people you follow or you've messaged before. So those are people that you want to see their DMs. Got it. Got it. Got it. And what's general? General is pretty much where you can, it's basically giving you the option to sort your messages. You can put a message in a general folder if you want to keep an eye on that one, or you can keep it at primaries from people who you know, but you can choose to sort them. In and can you or. just delete all of that? You sure can. All right, Lala, I know that you have to go. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck on your podcast. And is there anything that you want to highlight that you have coming up? Please tell listeners where to find you, all of that good stuff. Simply always find me by the name at Lala Milan on every single platform. I do different content on each platform. Also, my podcast, as we mentioned, The Salon is on every streaming platform. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher is called The Salon with Lala Milan. And I subscribe to it now. Thank you so much. I will definitely do that. Thank you for having me. And Maria, it was a pleasure meeting you. Take care. Thank you. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances. And the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Hopefully I'll be just a little bit wiser by the time this is all said and done. Okay. How do you increase your followers and likes? Nowadays, one of the best ways is cross promotion. Basically what that is, you have to connect with somebody who has a bigger following than you. And when they post you on their page, it's going to draw followers. That's one of the easiest things. And it has really rapid growth. And then also consistency. People are not necessarily going to follow you if you are only posting once a month, once every two months. When you're consistent with it and they know they can come to you for content, they're going to come back. So what do you consider consistent? Because I just feel because I am not. I have to be honest. I am not. And I do understand the importance of it based on what I'm trying to do now like with the podcast and with RTT, I just feel like it's a lot for me. 
So what is, what do you consider consistent? Is it once a week? Is it every day? Is it, oh my gosh. I think a good starting point would be at least two to three times a week. To stay consistent like that, it's going to help your followers just know that they can come to you for content. And I guess I have to figure out the difference between like posting for business and posting something personal. Mm-hmm. That should probably be two separate pages, right? No. No? Because your brand is who you are. It's going to help you, not hurt. So you can post about the business while also posting about your life. And what it does is it actually builds an organic community who not only cares about the business, but they care about the person attached to it. So when you do that, it's actually going to increase how much people care about the brand because there's now an emotional connection to your personal life and everything else you got going on. I want to back up a little bit and I want you to actually explain what branding is. Branding is what people see or what they think about when they see you. Basically, it is your overall message and your mission. That's what people want to see. They want to see you have advice for them. Tell them how they can do what you're doing. Where do you go for inspiration on how to be creative with your postings? I really love Pinterest. To get design ideas and concepts, Pinterest is like a constant move board for me. Wow. I never, I would have never considered that. Yeah, I prefer that. Pinterest allows you to do that in a more fun way. Make boards about it. See what concept you want to come up with. Furniture and clothing and design and graphics. It's all there. Yeah. And that's what I, I typically use Pinterest for. I use Pinterest when I was planning my wedding. I use Pinterest like now my husband and I have a new home and we're trying to decorate. And so I mm-hmm. use Pinterest a lot for that. But mm-hmm. I never thought of it as far as being creative with social media. Yes. Look up graphic templates on Pinterest. All of that is there. Oh, OK. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Marae, for joining us. I so appreciate it. I think that I'll be a little bit better with social media from this. We'll see. We'll see. I guess you have to gauge by my posting. Absolutely. Yeah, just consistency, trying some new things, doing some more engagement, that kind of stuff. It's going to be good. Okay, before we go, Marae, please tell the listeners where they can find you on social media. So you can follow me on Marae, M-A-U-R-E-E Sullivan. That's my Instagram. And if you're looking for any social media help, you can visit my website, msdigital.agency. We'll definitely be talking again. Thank you so much to our guests, Lala Milan and Marae Sullivan. So here are my few takeaways. Number one, when you network, you increase your net worth. Number two, good light is imperative for a selfie. Put the camera in front of the sun, not behind. Number three, use Pinterest for creative ideas on what to post. Number four, try Facetune for touching up your photos. Don't get discouraged, guys. I know it was a lot. It still feels like it's a lot for me. You might have to listen to this podcast a second time or reach out to some of the younger folks in your life to try to help you out. During these times of isolation, social media platforms are taking over the ways right now. But let's not forget the importance of actually hearing someone's voice on the other end of the phone, especially during these times of isolation. 
Thank you guys for listening. And please share with me your thoughts on the episode on my Instagram and Facebook at Adrian Banfield Norris using the hashtag PositivelyGam. Follow the podcast. And remember, vote, 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 vote. November 3rd is right around the corner. Stay grateful. Positively Gam is produced by Westbrook Audio. Executive producers, Adrian Banfield-Norris, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Amanda Brown, and Fallon Jethro. Co-executive producer, Sim Hoti. Segment producer, Ash Francis. Associate producer, Erica Ron. Editor and mixer, Calvin Bailiff. Positively Gam is in partnership with Art19. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.